Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome, everybody, to episode 19 of the Sports Show. My name is Jim Parsons. I'm here with the Sportster.com. We're going to be joined by Norman Quarrington in a minute here, but we are going to be talking all about WWE Clash of the Castle, AEW All Out, and a few news items. We're going to start with the pay-per-views. We're going to talk about the cards. We're going to run through them, make some predictions, and then we're going to get into some of the news items of the industry, WWE and AEW, of course. Uh, lots going on here. This is a huge week for wrestling fans. There's so much content to digest and take in. There's hours and hours of pay-per-view action. Uh, it's going to be a big, uh, big, big weekend for a lot of people, and we hope that you guys enjoy. Um, do us a favor. Listen to the show. Download, subscribe to it. Share it with others. Uh, give us a rating on Apple Podcasts. That would be huge for us, and we help us out a lot. And we're hitting on close to episode 20 episodes of this by now. So I uh, hope you guys have enjoyed it. We're going to be doing this every week. And uh, we look forward to giving you more and more content to digest as the summer comes down to a close here. And school kicks off and work gets back into things. It's, it's lots going on. All right, guys. Uh, this is episode 19 of the Sportster Show. Brought to you by the Sportster.com. <laughs> Hey there, everybody. Welcome back. Another edition of the Sportster Show brought to you by the Sportster.com. My name is Jim Parsons. I'm here, as usual, with Norman Quarantine. Norman, how are you? I'm pretty good, man. Well, like I said to you earlier, I'm very, very hot because it's uh, we're having a heat wave in Los Angeles at the moment, and I am melting. Yeah, it's it's warm here, too. What's the What are you looking at there? What's the uh, temperature? Uh, all right, so... In Canada, they do Celsius, right? Like that's normal right. people. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's like it's like it's like forty-two. Okay, yeah, that's warm. <laughs> We've been uh, high twenties, low thirties here where I am in Alberta, which is really warm too. But um, yeah, that's hot. That's yeah. uh, that's a bit much. So hopefully, it's not going to be a problem for you to uh, sit here and talk and uh, and get into what wrestling. Maybe not get worked up because you know if you get worked up and it's already hot, you, you're going to be like losing your mind here. So hopefully, there's nothing too. Uh, 
too dramatic, too strenuous to talk about when it comes to professional <laughs> wrestling, but there's a big weekend ahead of us. We've got Clash of the Castle. We've got All Out for AEW. Uh, we've got SmackDown on Friday and Rampage on Friday. We've got lots of stuff going on. Uh, SmackDown was taped, obviously, because of the fact that they're going to be in the UK. And it's there's tons to go through. I mean, in terms of the actual amount of content that you can consume as a wrestling fan right now, it's pretty off the charts, eh? Yeah, it's kind of wild. I can't remember. I mean, I, I has it? Have we had a WWE pay per view and an AEW pay per view on the same weekend before? I feel like maybe we have, but I don't. Maybe I don't recall off the top of my head. I, I want to say that I want to say that we have, but yeah, maybe it, an NXT one. I don't know. But yeah. either way, it's just it's bonkers. It's like there's there's that's a lot of wrestling. That's a lot of wrestling. Well, and it's kind of flipped too, right? Because the uh, WWE is now on Saturdays for the rest of the year and all out or AEW is doing a lot of stuff on Sundays and it wasn't always that way. And it's been quite interesting the way things have flipped and not just that, but in general, wrestling has flipped because Triple H has been running things in WWE and there's been a lot of talk that people aren't all that happy in AEW and we're hearing rumors today that some people have asked for their releases. We don't know any names at this point. At least I haven't seen it if you have, but um, there's just a lot of change happening in the world of professional wrestling. Uh, one of the biggest things we'll get into it in a little bit is Braun Strowman sounds like he's coming back, which will be very, very interesting for WWE fans because he is not the typical NXT in-ring technical performer that Triple H has been bringing back, um, although he is connected a little bit to Karrion Cross. So we'll go through that in a minute, but let's start with Clash of the Castle because that's the big one that's coming up here for WWE. It's going to be an interesting card. Uh, lots of talk about whether or not this is the time to pull the title off of Roman Reigns and give it to Drew McIntyre. That's the big, big match here. Uh, the undisputed WWE Universal Champion Roman Reigns versus Drew McIntyre. First question right out of the gate, right hot. Does Drew McIntyre win here? Um, I'm going to say no. I don't, I don't know. I just can't see it. I just can't visualize that happening um i feel like they're really really committed to this super historic monster heel title reign for roman i would say this is i i I think this is more like like drew mcintyre in in the uk i think that's a more convincing opponent than than he's had in a long time right so if if it was going to happen uh now i think would be a good time i just can't see it I guess that's the real question I asked. The million dollar question is, are they setting this up to look as believable as possible so that you do think there's a shot here that Drew McIntyre could win or somebody could dethrone Roman Reigns? Because, I mean, like you said, all of the variables are in place, right? This is in the UK. Drew McIntyre didn't have a chance to win the title in front of people, and now he does. There's Mm. just so many things going on here that make you kind of think, well, maybe, maybe there's a chance here that Drew McIntyre could win and how huge would it be? You know, kind of like when David Boy Smith beat Bret Hart mm-hmm. back at SummerSlam, what was it, 92? 92, I was there. Yeah, so <laughs> that's the kind of reaction that you could expect to see here if Drew McIntyre does win. And so yeah. they're setting the stage for the possible change. But like I said, the million dollar question, is that what WWE is doing? Just setting this up to make it look like these things are all aligning or is this actually something that they're thinking about doing? And the last thing we've heard is that they are contemplating this, that this is something that they're, they're toying with. Right. How seriously do you think they're taking this? I mean, I would, I, I mean, I, I mean, I, 
I believe that they have given it more consideration than they have with any of Roman's previous opponents during this reign, right? I don't think that they ever really have considered the other guy winning until now. So I think that they're probably, they probably have, I think there's probably some back and forth going on. I would love it if McIntyre won. Um, I think the reaction would be absolutely crazy. Um, I just, for for whatever, and I hope I'm wrong, but I just can't, I just can't see it. I don't, I don't see it either. I think Roman Reigns, especially if we don't know what's happening with The Rock, that's the biggest underlying factor here is if this is even remotely a possibility that Dwayne Johnson could show up at WrestleMania in Hollywood and there is a possible match there until you know for sure that that is not happening. Mm -hmm. I think you have to operate under the idea that it's possible that it happens and you don't want to ruin what you've got going on. Two years, two years that you've been doing this with Roman Reigns. And if all of a sudden you decide, okay, well, let's have Drew McIntyre win this thing just for the pop. And then all of a sudden the rock is able to go. You've ruined two years worth of a buildup for yeah. that. So, so I, I think until you know, for sure, the rock is out, you got to operate under the idea that Roman Reigns has got to keep this thing. Yeah. And then here's a question. So do you think it's, do you think it is harder for them to get the rock now that Vince isn't around? Or do you think, do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like, those big net i feel like these the tyson furies you know the the you know the the big stars the the rock and people like that all these like sort of big stars that they bring in and i feel like vince was very sort of instrumental in things like that and i don't know that um you know even you know the donald trump thing like stuff like that i don't and i'm, I'm curious if uh vince not being around anymore makes stuff like that a bit more difficult i'm not sure if i would go along with that only because i think triple h and stephanie mcmahon know the value of someone Mm. like the rock coming in and for the rock there's a million reasons he would do this Mm. none the least is the money uh it's it's going to be a huge payday for him Mm -hmm. second and maybe more importantly to help out his cousin right this is a really really big deal for roman reigns if this match can actually happen and the rock can work it in with his schedule this is big for roman reigns like he is kind of on the verge of heading towards Hollywood. He's already dipped his toes in there, but he might be moving in that direction in the next couple of years, a lot more heavily than he already is. Rock probably wants to help him out in that regard. He wants to get back to WWE. It's not like the rock and triple H aren't close. Mm-hmm. And I would assume that, you know, because triple H has been on the Logan Paul train. He's been on bad bunny train. He's been on a lot of the like crossover celebrity stuff and what it brings to WWE. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ronda Rousey, no bigger, proponent for ronda rousey than triple h and stephanie mcmahon right yeah why 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 can't i think of any of those names (laughs) just that i was like tyson fury and then i said the rock twice i forgot about logan paul bad bunny and ronda rousey yeah but i mean like yeah you're totally right (laughs) that's the thing i I think they just understand what at the core what wwe is and has been since wrestlemania one that Mm. they uh, they are not just a wrestling company even though if you saw the twitter thing today that they've called themselves wrestling um that they understand the crossover appeal and the value of bringing in these huge names and the rock yeah. has that history in wrestling and he's arguably the biggest star in the world. So yeah, for sure. Yeah. Why would you not? Right. right. And I, I think for him, if he can do it, he can get the schedule. He can get on Roman reigns and help out with that and make a gazillion dollars in the process. Why right. would you not? Right. Mm-hmm. I think it's probably pretty simple as long as the schedule works out, but that's a big, maybe. Yeah. And then just to clarify regarding the thing you just mentioned about them tweeting the word wrestling for the listener. uh, If you don't know today, a bunch of companies have been like just tweeting one word that is like 
you know related to whatever it is they do so i th- i feel like amtrak just tweeted out trains right uh it's, and so ww just tweeted out wrestling which obviously people went kind of crazy because they were like wow ww said wrestling but i i actually searched uh the, the ww timeline searched the word wrestling in ww's timeline and they have mentioned the word wrestling on the twitter account a bunch <laughs> like going back to since they since they joined Twitter. So it's not that big of a deal, but I mean, it, what is a big deal is that they are, they do seem to be saying it more, more frequently on television. Yeah. They're just not afraid of going with kind of this, you know, what are we, we've always been sports entertainment. Now mm-hmm. we're changing how people are going to view us uh-huh. and we're okay with that. Right. Yeah. And that is something that is shocking to a lot of people because they've just had it drilled in their minds for so long that they are not a wrestling company, that they're a sports entertainment <laughs> brand, which they still are. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, just to go right out and call themselves in one word wrestling, it's really interesting. Right. But we're seeing the trend like Johnny Gargano coming back and, you know, others being part of their plans moving forward. Those are wrestlers. That's mm, absolutely. That, that's what they're doing. So, all right, moving on. Let's go to the SmackDown Women's Championship match. Liv Morgan versus Shayna Baszler. I am super, super hoping Shayna Baszler gets this. Um, I have been a huge fan of hers. I've been unfortunately underwhelmed with how they've pushed her. But I think that's the logical step for WWE is to have Shayna Baszler, Baszler win this thing and then feud with Ronda Rousey. I think that that feud is long overdue. I don't know why they didn't immediately do that. Um, mm-hmm. these two MMA stars, friends, uh, just a natural feud to have these two go at each other and never did. And I just was shocked, but Shannon Baszler wasn't treated very well under Vince McMahon's WWE. And she's getting a little bit of a, a push here. Is it too soon to remove this from Liv Morgan? Um, I mean, I think a lot of people will think that it is. I don't, I don't necessarily think so. I agree with you. I thought, I think Shayna Baszler, they, they've really done her dirty on the main roster. Um, she was booked so well in NXT. Um, I think maybe her, her NXT reign went on a, maybe a little bit too long, but overall she was booked like really well. And that has not been reflected on the main roster. And, you know, she actually isn't like super young, right? She's in her forties, I think. So if it's going to happen, they got, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm not saying that she's, she's only got a few years left or whatever, but I think it's, they got to pull the trigger on her at some time and why not now? Yeah, I don't even know that it needs to be long term. Like, I'm not sure that you have to turn Shayna Baszler into one of the biggest stars in the women's division. But I think what you miss when you have her on your roster and you have Ronda Rousey available and those two know each other like they do and they have the history that they do. Why would you not put those two together? Right. Even if Mm -hmm. it's a short term thing and Ronda Rousey eventually goes over here, which I'm assuming is what they will probably do. You've got a ready made story already in the bag. And it just doesn't make any sense that you wouldn't have gone there. And so I don't know if Shayna Baszler's, you know, ever going to be a top draw for WWE. I would doubt that they will. If Sasha Banks and Naomi actually come back, I don't think you have Shayna at the top of your roster. But right now, I think that's a ticket, a high ticket profile match that you should probably push. And I'm surprised they haven't done it, to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What about Bianca Belair, Alexa Bliss and Asuka? versus Bailey, Dakota Kai, and EO Sky. How have you found the push so far? I don't even know what their their trio name and their faction name is, um, if they have one officially or not. But are you on the, you know, it's been pretty good, train with Bailey, Dakota Kai, and EO Sky, or are you kind of underwhelmed with how this has sort of gone so far? 
Um, it's still early days. I mean, I don't really see the. I don't. I, I don't think Bailey necessarily needs a, needs a stable. I don't think any three of. I don't think any of those women needs to actually be in a stable. Um, it doesn't really make. I guess what you know. There's not any. There's not even like a connective like tissue there, other than that they're like NXT people, and obviously Bailey has a history of NXT too. Eos Eos Sky Eos Shirai never really i mean she had you know she had some she had like tag partners and stuff but i don't i don't she always seemed she she never really like was seemed like the type to need muscle or you know to need to need allies in that way um so yeah i'm not i'm not the biggest fan of it i don't hate it but i just kind of yeah i'm, I'm pretty mad on it i'd say i am a little surprised if they were going to be putting her in a team of some kind that they didn't immediately stick her with oscar you know there's not necessarily history with Oscar from NXT, but with Kerry Sane and Kabuki Warriors, things like that. Mm-hmm. They probably could have gone there if they wanted to. Um, I'm a little shocked that they didn't win the women's tag team tournament, though, when they right. had that go to Aaliyah and yeah. Raquel Rodriguez. Were mm-hmm. you surprised by that decision? Because a lot of fans were. Yeah, I was. Yeah. And that was kind of a, um, I don't know. They, I mean, didn't they say didn't wasn't didn't dakota kai get pinned but she wasn't the legal woman or something like that yeah well she said right after she was i wasn't legal uh that she's mouth to you know sky after taking the pin which is true if you look back at that match um alia tagged herself in and rolled up the wrong person and the referee counted it anyway so i'm not sure if wwe is going to let that slide or if they have intentionally done that with the hopes that they can write a story around this somehow and they just wanted to get through this clash of the castle a six woman tag match first, and then they could revisit that. Um, I don't know. It was an interesting choice. I wouldn't have had. See, I'm not a big Aaliyah fan, to be honest with you. Right, I don't yeah. find that she's quite ready to take on the role. Raquel Rodriguez is is an interesting um, character because I think she's got a huge potential and a very high ceiling in WWE. But I don't know. I'm not sure where they're going with that. If that was intentional or not. Do you think they did it on purpose? Um. It's hard to say. I think I'm going to say, yeah, <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know where, yeah. I st- I, I mean, what, wh- where they go, if they're going anywhere of that, I guess remains to be seen, but yeah. What about Riddle and Seth freak and Rollins? This is a feud that to me up until about last week was kind of ho-hum. It was yeah. okay. It was mm-hmm. interesting, but it wasn't like, Oh man, this is going to be a must see after Monday's segment where they filmed the extra you know, footage during the commercial break and then showed, you know, Seth Rollins calling him out for his divorce and taking the kids and all that other stuff. And, and mm-hmm. then, you know, a couple F bombs by riddle. It, it got very interesting for fans. Do you think that was enough to kind of go, okay, now this is kind of fun to watch now. Yeah, it's definitely heating up a little bit. And then we did, I mean, we had the thing, it was supposed to happen at SummerSlam, right? And then we right. got the, we got the postponement or whatever. Um, yeah, I have a, f- yeah, I'm 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 excited to see these these two guys go at it. Um, I mean, even if it was kind of cold, I would still be in, into the idea of watching them wrestle. But yeah, I think um, I think that some of the some of the build up they've done in the last couple of weeks has been pretty entertaining for sure. Yeah, they've definitely sort of saved this one. Like this is something that wasn't really built terribly well. It wasn't built poorly by any means, but it just wasn't didn't have that buzz. Didn't have that really kind of oh my, this is going to be good. Now it sort of does. I think the match of the night, though, is going to be the Intercontinental Championship match, Gunther versus Sheamus. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't wait to see this. I think or should, should see match of the night for a lot of people is going to be match of the morning. But um, 
this is going to be physical. Are you mm-hmm. looking forward to this one? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's going to be. Yeah, I mean, it's two two big beefy slamming each other. It's going to be. It's going to be fun. Yeah, I and I think it's good for the title, right? Like this is WWE. I will say has done a very good job with the United States Championship, with the Intercontinental Championship, making it feel in just a matter of a month that both of those titles mean something. Mm-hmm. I believe having Gunther and Sheamus fight for this is a smart decision because these two guys, if they were in inter- either being intercontinental champion helps the, the belt, the belt helps them fighting each other. Mm-hmm. And they really want one to beat the crap out of each other, but two mm-hmm. to do it for the belt. And that really does help. I think the title, but Gunther, I'm a big fan. I'm on the Gunther train right now. Uh, right. Yeah. I believe he goes over here. Do you think that's, does he retain? Yeah, I'd be surprised if they took it off him so soon. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Maybe it would be weird if both Seamus and McIntyre lost. Uh, lost. Uh, I mean, obviously, I know Seamus is Irish and this is a UK pay-per-view, but it would, it's still, you know, that vicinity. And I think that's the reason why he's in a title match is due to the proximity to to the Repu- Republic of Ireland. Right. Um, but yeah, I don't. Yeah, actually, I don't know. I don't know which way this is going to go. I think it would be a bit soon and a bit unfair to Gunther, but um, if Drew's going to lose, then maybe maybe they want Sheamus. Maybe they want to get a Sheamus pop here, assuming yeah. assuming the crowd gets behind him. You know. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how this crowd reacts. To be honest with you, right? Like they might do exactly what you think they'll do and cheer for everybody who who is from somewhere around there, and then mm-hmm. they might not. They might go, you know what? You're a heel. We don't like you. You're a baby face. We like you. Like mm. you never know, right? It should yeah. be interesting. Do you think Rey Mysterio um, is going to get turned on by his son Dominic here? Like that was the hint headed into the Edge and Rey Mysterio match versus Judgment Day. Uh, for those that don't know the history here, Rey has sort of chosen not to have Dominic as tag partner and is going with Edge instead, which Dominic seems to be supportive of, but probably really isn't. Is this the turning point for Dominic, or much do about nothing? I mean, they've been teasing it for ages and it's a very risky move, right? Because it's like, you, how do you, breaking up a father and son tag team, that's kind of, I'm sure it has happened, but it's not like a common occurrence. And it's one of those things that's kind of going to be difficult to to retcon or like to rectify if they ever decide to put them back together again, especially given how young Dominic is. Um, but yeah, I mean, if they're going to do it, they've got to do it here, right? Well, I guess if you're AEW and you've got the ass boys and Billy Gunn, you don't really care. Right. right. Yeah, I mean, true. Yeah, talk about true. father, son, and having absolutely no build for that right. whatsoever, and then not acting as though it was a big deal in mm-hmm. any way whatsoever. I mean, talk about the opposite of what WWE's probably thinking of is like they've probably debated and gone back and forth on this Dominic thing over and over and over again. Go, do we do this? Man, I don't know. Should we? Nah, maybe we shouldn't. Maybe we do. Although AEW just seems to pull the trigger on stuff right away. You never know. Um, so it'll be a good card. Do you think the, the show itself is going to be going to over deliver versus what the card looks like or kind of like, yeah, it'll be all right. I think it'll be good. I think the crowd's going to be up for it. Um, yeah, I think it'll be a good show. I've got, uh, I don't think it's going to be mind blowing. I don't think we're talking, you know, WrestleMania 17 levels or anything, but, um, I think it'll be, I think it'll be decent and, you know, maybe we'll get a couple of surprises along, along the way. Well, let's switch gears a little bit, talk about All Out for AEW. Uh, Usually what happens in WWE is these cards come together last minute. This might be the one AEW pay-per-view that feels thrown together. Um, Usually they do a very good job of building these matches weeks out 
And they haven't really, there's a couple on here that you kind of are like, okay, this one has been coming for a while, but there's a lot of matches on here that just sort of got added here last minute. So Brian Danielson versus Chris Jericho, uh, simple singles match. What do you think happens here? Um, yeah, I think this is a, this is, this was, this is an interesting matchup to me, right? Because it's two. I mean, you know, these two guys have history, of course, um it's 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 interesting because i i can't i really i I feel like danielson's gonna win right that seems like the that seems like the obvious answer i feel like danielson's gonna win but you know jericho hasn't i mean okay yeah he did lose to orange cassidy but that that was you know the 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 match where he had to go into the orange soda or whatever um he doesn't he, he doesn't really lose that many singles matches um but yeah, I mean, I'm confident that they're, 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 they're going to put on a good match and I'm, so I'm looking forward to it, right? They've got the Blind Tamer versus the American Dragon. Hope that, I mean, that's kind of the angle they're going with. There's not, not much else there other than the fact that they're two old pros who know each other really well. And I guess there was maybe, uh, Jericho was maybe an inspiration to, to Danielson early on in his career. But yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to the match for sure. Yeah, I, I think I'm with you if I heard you say this correctly, sort of, is that I don't see how Danielson loses this one. It's not right, so much yeah. about Jericho winning or what have you, but how do you have Danielson lose here? I don't think you do. Um, so I, I'm going to go with Brian Danielson. Too, Brian Danielson. Four-way match for the interim AEW Women's World Championship uh, simply because Thunder Rosa just recently announced that she was injured and is not able to compete. So Tony Storm versus Dr. Bird Baker, DMD, Jamie Hayter, Hikaru Shida. Uh, that's the, the four-way match. Do you have a winner here? For me, I would go Dr. Britt Baker because I feel like she's taken a few steps backwards in her kind of AEW run. At some at one point, she was arguably the biggest star, not just in the women's division, but maybe in the company. And she is not that right now. So I wonder if you need something to get her back on track again. So I would pick Dr. Britt Baker. Where would you go here? Yeah, so that's that. You know, that was the first thing that I thought of. The first outcome that I thought of too. The issue with that is that when Thunder, when Thunder Rosa comes back, they're going to have to do the whole, you know, champ versus champ thing to crown the proper champion, and then we get, and then we're we're getting a repeat of the Thunder Rosa Britt Baker stuff, which was good, but I think we need to put a little bit more time between that before we start like replaying that feud. it's it's a tough one, right? Because whoever wins, you know, we don't know how long they're going to be champ. I mean, we never know how long anyone's going to be champ for, but I mean, we know that there, we 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 know that there's likely a time limit on their title reign to an extent. I mean, I guess we could have said the same about Moxley, and then you know that look how that turned out. Um, I I was thinking Tony Storm, honestly. I was thinking that Tony Storm's probably going to win this. Um, carry the title on an interim basis and then set up a matchup with Thunder Rosa somewhere down the line. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Tony Storm's not a bad choice for sure. Um, I don't, I don't know how you have Jamie Hader win it yet. I'm not sure that she is going to win. I, it is to me between Storm and, and Britt Baker, but um, I'm curious. I'm not really sure where this is going to go. I, they might go to the tried and true of Britt Baker versus Thunder Rosa, but like you said, they've done it before. Um, Six man tag match, House of Black, Malachi Black, uh, Brody King, Buddy Matthews versus Darby Allen, Sting, and Miro. Now, first question before I ask you about the predictions on this one, I don't know. Have you heard anything about these rumors, speculation that some people in AEW were asking for their release and have been denied? Would you assume 
of the people that might have asked somebody in this group is in there? Well, I t- I haven't seen anything. I personally haven't seen anything from like a credible source. I did see a fake Dave Meltzer account tweeting something and then that got circulated by some people who thought it was like a legit account, I think. Um, so yeah, I haven't actually, at this point in time, I haven't seen anything um, credible to make me think that I'm, you know, I think I'm not saying that nobody in AEW is, is disillusioned with life there. Um, but normally, yeah, I'm not sure about the, I don't think it's anyone. I certainly don't think that Miro or Malachi Black or anyone like that is is the n- names that have been thrown around are asking for their release because I think they're on pretty good money. I think they're quite happy with the number of um with the number of like dates that they're working compared to what they were doing in WWE, which was like every single day. And I think that they know that just because they're not being utilized perfectly at this moment that somewhere along the line they they probably they probably will be so i i i'm not i I don't really i'm not really reading anything into these these rumors about people requesting their release and if someone is requesting their release i definitely don't think it's malachi black or miro okay so having gotten that out of the way who would you pick here for the six man tag um i mean probably i'm gonna say house of black i think just because they're an actual like established stable and they are trying to continue to build them i guess as like a formidable force um yeah i don't think miro is going to eat the pin but um yeah and again like darby allen and sting i actually wrote a feature about this i think two years ago uh maybe no maybe a year and a half ago but I, I think the Darby Allen Sting thing has run its course. I think it ran its course a long time ago. I don't think Darby. I don't think Darby needs Sting anymore. Um, Sting's great. I hope Sting sticks around. I hope he continues to pop up every now and then and have you know do some crazy spots. But I don't think he needs to be needs to be a sort of um, you know a valet for someone for for someone who's not even really an up and comer anymore, right? That Darby Allen's basically a star. We don't. He doesn't need to. He doesn't need the Sting rub anymore. That's just yeah. my that's my two cents on that whole. No, I, I'm with you. I think they need to to give him a serious singles push. Mm-hmm. Um, when he doesn't necessarily need a manager to do that either. Um, Jade Cargill, the champion, singles match, AEW TBS Championship versus Athena. Uh, I have been completely underwhelmed by Athena. Uh, although I'm maybe in the minority here because I was not a huge fan of her Zimber Moon either. But um, I don't see how Jade Cargill loses here. Um. I believe that they're pushing Jade Cargill well past Goldberg status, and they're just going to keep having a rack up win after win after win after win. Uh, is this anything but a squash? Do you think this is a, um, a an even back and forth matchup? I don't think it's a squash. I think this could this could potentially be the longest. Well, not maybe not the longest, but one of the longest Jade Cargill singles matches that we that we've seen. I think if someone can, obviously she's great. She's extremely talented. She's only been wrestling for, for how long she's been wrestling. She's at, she's actually like really, really good, but she's not, you know, she's not the most, the, the most accomplished worker in the ring. Um, I think Athena is actually like a really solid worker. And I think if someone can get a lengthy and entertaining match out of cargo, it's for, it's, it's her. Um, there's a few other women on the roster that could do that too, but yeah, I think it's a pretty interesting matchup, but yeah, Cargill will win for sure. All right, so we'll we're running a little low on time, so let's fly through some of these other ones here. Wardlow and FTR versus Jay Lethal Motor City Machine Guns. 
Mm. Where do you see this? A lot of six million stuff going. Yeah, on this, this is this. this I, I, look, I'm I'm glad the Motor City Machine Guns are here. This is, but to me, throwing Wardlow and FTR together like this, I'm not a big fan because they both had so much momentum, and then just to throw them together, it's not it's it's not doing either. It's not doing FTR any favors. It's not doing Wardlow any favors, right? I feel like it's actually kind of. Um, dampened both of their their runs a little bit so yeah i'm not a huge fan of this but yeah it's cool that the motor city machine guns are going to be on an aw pay-per-view for sure yeah they've kind of dropped the ball here with Wardlow. even he's kind of been a little bit you know this is not how i was supposed to be pushed here in the last couple months and ftr now baby faces and they were on quite the run um yeah i think they're both stars but i don't know that you need to put them together mm-hmm. claudio casignoli wheeler yuda pentel Zero, Ray Phoenix, Rush, Andrade, Alito, Donnie Martin, Dante Martin, and then the Joker. So that's mm. the casino ladder match. Mm-hmm. I guess I should ask, do you have any idea who the Joker might be? I've got no clue, but um, this match, I, I have a feeling this match is going to be absolutely bonkers and very, very entertaining. So, <laughs> but yeah, I've not, not got a clue. I haven't even really ever even seen any names floating around for the Joker could be. Yeah, this is one of the first times in AEW that we know someone's coming, but we have no word on who's coming, right? Right, Typically, we have an idea, but when you've got guys like Gargano and stuff already coming back to WWE, it's not him, obviously. Um, So who knows, right? It should be interesting to see. I don't know who's going to win this. I would probably put my money on Claudio, uh, maybe even Dante Martin, but Mm. I have no idea. Maybe Andrade. I'm going to say Andrade, actually. I feel like it could be Andrade. I feel like this is his moment. Uh, it's time for him to finally, it's time for them to finally kick his AW career up a notch. And I think this could be it. Okay. Tag team match for the AW World Tag Team Championships. Uh, Swerve and our glory, Keith Lee, Swerve Strickland versus the Acclaimed. Do you think this is the Acclaimed's moment to win? I the hope titles? so. I hope so. The Acclaimed is super, super over right now. Um, they've got a lot of momentum. Love Keith Lee, love Swerve Strickland. Don't really need them to be a tag team. I'm I'm, I'm glad they kept the titles warm for a bit, but yeah, I, I would like to see the acclaimed go over here. Yeah, I, I think they're, they need to take advantage of how over these two are, and mm-hmm. it's probably not a bad idea to give them the titles to do that. Ricky Stars versus Powerhouse Hobbs. Uh, to me, it's got to be Ricky Starks. Mm-hmm, absolutely, yeah. He's the, there's way, I, to me, of the two of them, there's way more upside to Starks. I love Powerhouse Hobbs. I think he's definitely... He's fulfilling that role on the AW roster as like just a big hoss. But um, yeah, Starks, I think, has a bright, very bright future ahead of him. And so, yeah, I think this is be, be a good crowning moment for him for sure. And we don't know what the final match for the inaugural AW Trios Championship will be. We do know the elite Kenny Omega and Young Bucks is one half of this. Um, mm-hmm. What do you expect here? Uh, probably going to be the Dark Order and Hangman just so we can see Kenny and Hangman back in a ring together again. I feel like that's the story they're going with. Um, I would have been happy if the the trios match uh, on on this week's Dynamite was the was the final, the Elite versus um, United Empire, because that match was phenomenal. But I see what they're doing here with the story. So yeah, and yeah. then I, I think the Elite's probably going to win. Uh, yeah, I do too. Especially with Kenny Omega coming back. Um, you know, Will Osprey says goodbye, by the way, uh, to mm-hmm. the AEW fans. He's now mm-hmm. done mm-hmm. in AEW, so that was interesting too. Uh, the main event, John Moxley versus CM Punk. I might be one of the few people that hates this build. I Interesting, have, yeah. I have not liked this at all. Mm-hmm. I did not like that they gave it away for free on television. I did not like the fact that CM Punk got squash, squashed, mm-hmm. not because I'm a CM Punk fan, but I thought that was uh, a blatant ripoff of Goldberg and Brock Lesnar. And then I don't like the way that they built this with uh, Asa coming out there and dropping F-bombs and trying to convince... CM Punk to sign a contract that Moxley just throws on the canvas. So the I just didn't, I haven't liked it. 
I don't, right, yeah. I don't know why they did this. I thought this was a huge match that mm. if you were going to give it away for TV on for, for free on TV, then you needed to do something else for the pay-per-view. They're just basically repeating themselves, even though they aren't because the match will be different. It won't be another squash. It'll be an actual mm. match. Mm-hmm. But now they're giving it to us twice in two weeks. Yeah. And I, so I've, I've enjoyed it for the most part. I can definitely see, I think what you're saying is valid. I can definitely see why somebody wouldn't like it. Um, I feel like they were definitely, you know, a little bit uh, hampered by the punk injury. And I feel like they were, it seemed to me that they were, Tony Khan was just kind of making up as he goes along, hoping that punk would be cleared. Um, The smart thing to do, obviously it's in Chicago. So you really want to have punk in that main event. The smart thing to do would have just been to, to book a different main event and just assume that punk wasn't going to be cleared. Um, you know, but I, I, yes, but I can see, I can see why they, why they've done it this way. Um, but yeah, I guess that it hasn't really like clicked together in, in like a perfect jigsaw, but it, I think it's still been pretty fun. Yeah. It's just a, a preference. I think personal preference as to how you build these storylines and, and what you do. And then you try to so quickly sell the idea that punk is back and he's dominant. Then punk all of a sudden can't do anything. Right. And then he's down on his own luck and he doesn't think he's got it anymore. And I just, it was, it's just seems all over the place. It's just too, too wishy-washy for me. Yeah. Well, also to, it is weird for, for them to, for us to not know what the main event was the week of their, of their show um i've never I've, i hate that i've never really liked that because that's that's actually short-term booking and AEW tends to be known for its long-term booking although i guess with the injury to punk they were kind of you know backed into a corner a little bit but like i said if punk's injured then then don't plan for him just just book as if he's not going to be back and then just you know just see where the wind takes you yeah yeah we'll see i mean i could be wrong could be great this could be an unbelievable main event. Could be awesome. Could be another surprise here that they've got planned for the pay-per-view that I will give credit to Tony Khan is pretty good at doing on these pay-per-views. I'm assuming MGF's going to get involved here somehow. I don't know exactly what's going to happen, but uh, that's this, the story I'm hoping to see here. Yeah. What, let's switch gears talking not about the pay-per-view, but about what's sort of been happening in the wrestling world here lately. The big news, um, obviously Johnny Gargano's return to WWE and sounds like Braun Strowman's officially coming back. So yeah. one, I'm going to get your quick reaction. We've got three minutes. Uh, Johnny Gargano first. Do you think it's a huge difference maker for WWE? Um, not a huge difference maker, but I think it's really, I think it's really cool. And I'm really happy for him. Um, yeah. I like him a lot. Big fan. Um, but yeah, I don't think he's, I don't think he's, I, I don't really, I don't really mean this to sound as mean as, as it is, but I don't think he's putting a lot of butts in seats right now. He could do it at one point at some point, but yeah, I mean, he's a cool guy. So yeah, I'm totally happy for him. Yeah, I think we're going to see some pretty cool matches, but uh, I don't think he's got that drawing power um, that someone like Strowman might, actually. I know there's a lot of people who are not huge on this because Strowman Mm -hmm. can be a little iffy when you watch him on social media and some of the things that he says and some of the things that he does. And he's kind of gone off the rails every once in a while. But there's something about that guy that he's just, you're drawn to his look, the way that he he acts and stuff. He is the WWE character that you're yeah. kind of like, okay, this is a main event dude all day long. Um, right. What difference does it make that he's coming back? And are you shocked that he wasn't picked up by anybody? Um, a little bit, but I feel like, I felt like he was always holding out for a WWE return. So it looks like that may have paid off. We haven't had official confirmation yet, but all signs do seem to be pointing that way. Um, yeah, I think he's, I, 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 don't, I wouldn't say he's like a huge difference maker, but there definitely is a, 
gap on that roster for a guy like him where he's just you know he's just a big monster and and you know they need guys like they need guys like that old school old school wrestling monsters i'm curious how they're going to book them because they've been bringing back a lot of people like the Champas and the garganos and some of these smaller guys that they're pushing obviously carrying cross a little bit bigger but uh they are they have not trended towards these massive bigger than larger than life stars and Strowman kind of is that guy. So it'll be interesting to see how they, they booked that. All right. Uh, to close things off, I'm going to ask you real quick, what pay-per-view are you more looking forward to? What do you think produces the better result? Is it going to be all out or is it going to be clash at the castle? Um, uh, well, all out is, looks like a much longer card. It might could end up being a little bit bloated and I might get tired halfway through. But I've, I, I, in general, I would say I'm more looking forward to all out. But I am very, very intrigued about uh, WWE's like first massive post McMahon pay-per-view for sure. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm going Clash of the Castle. I think it's going to be surprisingly quite positive, uh, the review mm-hmm. on that one. All right, Norman, I appreciate that. Uh, thank you very much for joining us for another edition of the Sports Show. My name is Jim Parsons here with the thesports.com. Uh, don't forget, download, subscribe, and uh, talk to you guys next time. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.